might look good in, or more specifically, what he thought he might look strong and able in. Fashionably casual armor to weather the days in front of him, days that would bury the sensible, dressed, steadily employed, soft, agreeable man he had been before this day came. It was the moment in any epic myth when the warrior chooses the armor that will allow him to undertake the journey in front of him, or in less noble terms, it was the moment when the doctor's bad news and the subsequent beer and Vicodin urge one to finally take from life what has not been given. Take it, then slouch off in a golden haze, defeated by bosses who don't understand what it's like getting the x-ray that leaves one no choice but to start living like today is the first day of the rest of one's life. Defeated, sure, arguably, but at least he was making the exit like a champion, in a long, slow-motion walk that felt like the whole thing was being shot through a soft amber, pill-and-logger lens. A foggy but determined, low-spirited stroll, with arms bear-hugging the big stack of clothing not intended for him holding it close to the chest and clutched up under the chin. In the blurry background, the colleagues that noticed were just shaking their heads in the same slow motion that Matthew was walking with. The digression of bad news and bad habits and bad attitudes aside, hats off to our hero. His new look seems to borrow a page from 1960s European motorcycle racing fashion. Albeit a type geared toward hungover, fatigued, lonely, careless, lazy motorcycle racers with a couple of days of stubble. If only on the outside, he's doing great. Matthew leaves the restroom like a major league pitcher, mustering what it takes to go out there and give life 110% for just one more inning. Even though the game has already been decided and fans are trickling out of the seats to get to the parking lot before it's a madhouse scene heading into traffic jams on the surface streets in order to get home a little early and make a wife happy. He musters what it takes to leave the gas station restroom and buy his coffee inside the little market attached to the gas station by the expressway, like he always has on weekday mornings like this one. And a gas station market a mile or two outside of Westport, Connecticut, is as close to honest as Westport is going to get. Evidence of the human condition thriving here, no matter how hard these people try to deny it. A little concrete hut that seems to be saying, While I am just an ugly little bunker of a store, and while I may sit just outside your well-scrubbed, exfoliated, moisturized, leafy, conspicuously status-laced suburb, my profitable inventory lays bare the secret of what you people crave beneath your stainless veneer. Pornography, cigarettes, tabloid magazines, diet pills, and beer. Matthew walks up to the cash register and pays for his cup of coffee, trying to effect the usual bored, dull, lithe stroll meant to telegraph a dependable stream of fat and steady checks that is not dried up suddenly, which is to say he approximates the gait he had before last Friday happened. On the rack is one of New Time Media's magazines, and on the cover is an actor wearing the same outfit that Matthew is wearing— the same narrow, lazy, gray designer t-shirt, the same gray canvas pants with articulated knees, the black boots, the reissued 1970s Italian watch. The head does the production calendar math and, oh, wait, right. Actually, those are in fact the exact same clothes that were on the second stack on the right when he walked into the closet at work to steal clothing that fateful day. The clothes that were shot back in March for the May cover of the magazine here on the rack. Matthew nods the same silent hello and goodbye to the same clerk that he's nodded to weekday mornings for years. 
As far as the clerk can tell, Matthew will drive into the city like he always has and will go to work like he always does. Because as far as anyone can tell, nothing has changed, except fine, yes, the way he dresses, and maybe the way he isn't shaving as much, and maybe the rest of the shit that's going down the drain weekdays between the hours of nine and seven. The key goes in the ignition like it always has. The upholstery is trying hard to act like summer, to do that thing where it stays cool in the morning, even though the weather is already getting warm outside, but it's only the end of spring, so it hasn't really got the swing of it. The key is turned like it always is, and the dash beeps, the fast little beeps, the tiny orange lights on the console wake and wink, and the Bavarian motorworks are started. While the car idles, Matthew looks in the rearview mirror, reluctantly presses a bit on his cheeks and under his chin, in a forfeited negotiation with time that always ends with the half-assed determination to soldier on. Fuck it, I'm not old, unless you're like...